Well, Happy New Year, CFA. We'll try that again. You're in the middle of talking to people. I was so rude. Uh, Happy New Year, CFA. Right off. Uh, I hope uh, your new year, uh, 2022, is off to a good start. Uh, so far, so good. So far, so good. All right. I think we could have done without that snowstorm last weekend. Right? What was that? Somebody called it Snowmageddon. I was like, I'm not sure it was that bad, but um, listen, I, I was tired of the snow. We were watching Frozen, and the park came up, do you want to build a snowman? And I was like, no. Anyone else just get tired of the snow? I mean, the snow is pretty, and then it's pretty annoying, right? But uh, hopefully, you, uh, you, maybe you like the snow, but we survived snowmageddon. Uh, so glad to have you here. Listen, I'm excited about this year. Uh, some good news. Some good news this year. Uh, so far, our Seahawks are undefeated this year. It's a small victory. They have not lost a game in 2022. <laughs> I know we've only played one game. But in a season like this, come on, you have to look for the bright spots. Am I right? Right on. But the, uh, the Seahawks are undefeated. We're expecting good things today. We're going to go undefeated in 2022. I'm, I'm convinced of it. But all kidding aside, listen, uh, I'm excited for this year. I'm really believing uh, that this is going to be a great year for you, a great year for us. How many of you can get an agreement with that? Anybody? My goodness. I, I literally, I have been praying uh, the last uh, couple weeks, I've been praying uh, that this would be a year of great grace. Uh, this would be a year of great favor. This would be a year of great blessing for us. But I've also been praying that this would be a great year of peace and a great year of stability in our heart and in our soul. Uh, the number two in the Bible is symbolic for stability. And I've been praying that 2022 uh, would be a year of stability in our heart, would be a year of peace in our soul. Listen, no matter what happens in our world, no matter what happens in our culture, we can still have stability in our soul as long as we keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. No matter what happens out there, we can still have peace in here as long as we keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. So church, let's just make a decision. No matter what goes on, our eyes are going to be on him. We'll find peace, we'll find stability in our heart as long as our eyes are fixed on him. Well, I just want to uh, welcome you to Worship Weekend. Uh, we're glad you're here. We do this a few times a year. And uh, can we just give it up for our worship team? Man. Incredible team. And uh, uh, in a moment, they're going to lead us in, in one more song. But before they do that, I want to share with you a short message. Uh, just something that's been on my heart. Uh, before we move forward into this year. And being we are just days into a new year, change is on everybody's mind, right? Uh, people are thinking about change. People are still contemplating New Year's resolutions. People are still thinking about New Year's changes. Uh, pastors today are preaching on new vision. It's like Vision Sunday. Uh, churches are talking about new beginnings, clean slates. That's just what happens whenever there's a new year. But a question that I've been thinking about, a question that I've been wrestling over the last few days is this question. I think it should come up here uh, in just a moment. But the question is, how come sometimes change doesn't stick? You ever ask yourself that question? How come 
We can say many times, change doesn't seem to stick. It doesn't seem to last. I think there are probably a number of reasons for this. I think maybe change doesn't stick because uh, we don't have the margin or infrastructure in our life for the change to happen. Maybe we don't have the habits or the discipline that's necessary for the change we want to make. Maybe muscle memory just tends to take over and we just, you know, go back to what's familiar. I think there are many reasons change doesn't stick. But can I say this? I think it's deeper than that. I think the main reason, I think the major reason change doesn't stick, it doesn't last, is because we try and make change happen on the outside first. I'll say that again. I think sometimes the reason change doesn't stick, it doesn't last, is we try and make change happen on the outside first. But change doesn't happen from the outside in. Change happens from the inside out. Change doesn't happen from the outside in. Change happens from the inside out. Change is what we call an inside job. It begins with our heart. And I'm telling you, any change that's gonna take place in our life, anything God is gonna do in our heart, our life this year, it's going to begin with our heart. It's going to begin with our soul. Because as our heart goes, our life goes. I'll show you, Proverbs 4.23. Proverbs 4.23. I love this proverb. It's one of my favorite proverbs. Listen to what it says. It says, guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Guard your heart above all else. Why? For it determines the course of your life. Guard your heart. Listen, we guard a lot of things. That is, unless you're the Seahawks secondary, then you don't guard much, right? <laughs> ah, could be worse. We could be the Giants. <laughs> Pastor Stu loves the Giants. You better not take our quarterback. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> we, we guard a lot of things, don't we? We... We guard our families, uh, we guard our kids, uh, we guard our finances, but Proverbs is reminding us to guard our hearts, to guard our heart. Why? Because your heart determines the course of your life. We just read it. Your heart determines the trajectory of your future. As your heart goes, your life goes. And change doesn't happen from the outside in. Change happens from the inside out. Change begins with our heart. And anything God is going to do in our life this year, CFA, it's going to begin with our heart. So with that in mind, with, with that on our thoughts, in our soul, in our heart, really the question we have to ask ourselves today, just days into 2022, is how is our heart today? How is your heart doing? Or maybe we could say it like this, how is your soul today? Now, I realize we don't talk this way in our culture, do we? People don't just walk around saying, hey, how's your soul? Right? That's kind of weird. You know, you're not going to get to work tomorrow and somebody's going to ask you, hey, how is your soul doing? They might say, where's the report? You know, are you going to be in the meeting? Wow, that's a, what just happened? That was cool. 
But people don't just ask us, how is our soul, right? That's not the way we talk. We tend to make small talk. People ask, how was your weekend? How are the kids? Are the Seahawks going to keep Russell Wilson? Right? We just make small talk. Nobody's really asking us how our soul is. But maybe we need some people who do. Maybe we need some people we handpick that we select who reserve the right to ask us deeper questions in our life. Like, how are you doing really? How is your soul? How is your heart? And listen, as the pastor at CFA, as a staff, our commitment to you in 2022 is to provide as many environments possible for community to happen. Why? We need each other. Especially in a year like this, in a world we're living in, we need each other. We need people we can connect with. We need people we can grow with. We need people who can ask us the deeper questions. Our mission statement is to be a church for all to experience God, embrace grace, explore truth, and engage in community. And we need people in our life, regardless of what age we are, regardless of our background, regardless of where we come from, who look at us in the eye and say, how are you doing really? I need that. You need that. We need that. How is your soul doing today? And not only do we need people who ask us that question, I think on the daily we need to ask ourselves that question. Sometimes we get too busy. We're not asking ourselves, how are you doing, Matt? <laughs> how many of you talk to yourself? Anybody? <laughs> yeah. I talk to myself all the time. I joke some of the best conversations I have, I have with myself. Right? Anyone else? I think some of my neighbors think I'm crazy because I'll go on walks <laughs> and I'm just talking to myself. Now I've gotten smart. I put an AirPod in my ear so it looks like I'm on the phone. Right? But I'm probably not on the phone. I, I'm just talking to myself. I'm talking to God. I'm trying to work out what's going on in my soul. And I realize I might look crazy, but church, I would rather look crazy than go crazy, allowing things to fester in my heart that should not be there. I would rather look crazy than go crazy, allowing things to build up in my soul that do not belong there. In 2022, I don't wanna just look free, I wanna live free. I want to be free in my soul. I want to be free in my mind. I want to be free in my heart. And freedom begins with us asking ourselves the question, how are you doing really? How is your soul? How is your heart today? You know, we all realize that with our, our bodies, uh, you can't have a healthy body without a healthy heart. Isn't it true? You can have healthy skin, <laughs> glowing. You can have healthy eyesight. You can have uh, good eyes. You can have healthy hearing. But without a healthy heart, there really can't be a healthy you. And the same is true with our spiritual lives. Without a healthy heart, there won't be a healthy us. We can have healthy spiritual skin. We can look spiritual. We can have healthy eyesight. You can have vision for your future. You can have healthy hearing. You can even hear from God. But if it doesn't change your heart, it will never change your life. 
because our heart determines the course of our life. Our heart determines the trajectory of our future. As our heart goes, our life goes. And the simple question I have for you days into 2022 is how is your heart? How's your soul doing today? As a, as a young kid <laughs> growing up, I remember I, I just, I hated tying my shoes. <laughs> I don't know why. You remember weird things as a kid. But I always wanted to get outside and play. And I didn't want to tie my shoes. Who's got time for that? And then somewhere somebody invented Velcro shoes. Remember Velcro shoes? And they were all the rage. I don't know. I, I feel bad for kids these days. They don't have the Velcro. I mean, we were all about Velcro shoes. I don't know who invented them, but in my mind, it had to have been like Jesus because they were perfect. They were so easy to put on, so easy to take off. You just pull them off, because evidently that's the sound Velcro makes, right? But what would happen over time? Over time, stuff would start to get stuck on the Velcro. Remember that? And you would get junk and stuff in there. And you had to take moments where you would have to sit down, pull that stuff out so the Velcro would work again. And I share this because I think our hearts are like Velcro. Over time, stuff begins to stick to our heart that should not be there. Over time, junk and stuff in this world begins to stick to our heart that does not belong. And I think we need moments where we allow the Holy Spirit to remove that stuff to clean our heart, to remove the junk, to remove the stuff that gets stuck there so we can be free. And we all got some junk. Every single one of us, we all have some stuff that gets stuck there. And even though it's just January 9th, we're just days into 2022, before we go a moment further into this year, let's take a moment and ask ourselves, how's our heart? How's our soul? I want to read to you Psalm 51, and, and I will, I'll be done. Psalm 51, this is the prayer of repentance David prayed. Now, David was a man after God's own heart. That's what the Bible says. David is a shadow and a type of Jesus in the Old Testament. He's a king and a priest. He's forecasting what Jesus will look like. But David fell, and David fell badly, but he got back up again. Listen, I don't know who this is for. This is for somebody today. And that is your fall will not define you. What will define you is whether or not you get back up again. The Bible tells us that a person, a righteous person may fall seven times, but they rise up again. And failure is not final as long as our hearts belong to Jesus and your fall will not define you. What will define you is whether or not you get back up again. Jesus is extending his hand of grace to us today. The question is, will we embrace that grace and get back up again? And Psalm 51 is David's prayer of repentance as he gets back up again. And I want to read to you Psalm 51, 10 through 12. This has been so strong on my heart the last few days, and I believe it's for us this time, this moment, this year. Psalm 51, 10 through 12, this is what it says, David's prayer. Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a loyal spirit within me. Do not banish me from your presence and don't take the Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy 
of your salvation and make me willing to obey you. Create in me a clean heart, O God. And days into 2022, let's make it our prayer. Create in me a clean heart, God. As we go further into this year, maybe every morning, maybe every night, we should just pray this prayer. Create in me a clean heart, O God. When you find yourself angry, when you find yourself afraid, when you find yourself alone, create in me a clean heart, O God. When you fall short, when you miss the mark, create in me a clean heart, O God. When you're about to lose it, when you're about to lose your temper, when you're about to lose yourself, create in me a clean heart, O God. Because living in the world we're living in, living in the time we're living in, I think we need a clean heart in order to embrace every day and embrace the task and the calling and the purpose and the moment that God has called us to live in. And no matter who you are, every single one of us can start this year with a clean heart. And can I tell you what I love about God? He doesn't need a December 31st to turn into a January 1st to start something new in our life. All he needs is a clean heart. All he needs is an open heart and someone who says, I am here. And he can turn your life around. Would you stand up with me? I want to take a moment and pray. If you would just bow your heads, close your eyes. Let's take a moment and pray. Our worship team's gonna lead us in a song for about five more minutes, but I firmly believe these five minutes might set precedence for the next five years of our life. Because when God does something in our heart, it changes the trajectory of our life. It changes where we go. It changes where he takes us. And what happens in this moment now can change everything for you. But I want us to ask ourselves two questions for the next five minutes as we worship. And the question number one are, what are some things I need to let go of that I've been holding on to? Things in my heart I've been holding on to. What are some things I held on to in 2021 that I need to let go of in 2022? And secondly, who are some people I need to forgive? And you probably know who those people are because as soon as I said it, they popped up in your head. That's the way the Holy Spirit tends to work. And I'm not here to minimize, I'm not here to patronize you. Listen, forgiveness is hard. We need the grace of God to do it. In fact, I think it's sometimes impossible to forgive without the grace of God to do it. But I'm telling you, it's impossible to have a clean heart and a clean slate and walk in unforgiveness. What are some things I need to let go of? Who are some people I need to forgive? Tomorrow we're gonna start a fast, but I believe we can start that fast with a clean heart and it will amaze us what God is able to do in these 21 days if we start with this clean heart and this clean slate. Let me pray over you, we're gonna worship and then we'll close. Jesus, I pray over every single person right now. Lord, show us the things we need to let go of. Show us the areas we've been holding on to that we need to let go of today. I pray you'd give us the grace to forgive people who've hurt us, who've wronged us, that we would start the process of forgiveness today and we'd continue it tomorrow and we would walk in forgiveness and we would walk in a clean heart. And Lord, may we make it our prayer in 2022, create in us a clean heart. Purify our heart. Remove the junk, remove the stuff, remove the debris of the world that tends to stick to our heart. 
and make us clean, make us new, make us whole, make us pure.